WBEZ is supported by Chicago Humanities, presenting live events with historians Doris Kearns Goodwin and John Meacham, comedian Reggie Watts, and filmmaker Miranda July, and artists Hebrew Brantley and Amanda Williams in conversation. Plus, MSNBC chief correspondent Ali Velshi on small yet powerful acts of courage throughout history. Tickets for these events and more conversations on arts, culture, and current affairs at chicagohumanities.org. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Now there's tax relief available for Cook County residents and business owners whose properties suffered severe damage from recent historic floods. The Cook County Board of Review is encouraging those property owners to file a special property tax appeal with their office, documenting the damage to their property. My colleague Claudia Morell reported on the announcement. Here's Board Commissioner Larry Rogers, Jr. We want to ensure that all Cook County residents with damage resulting from these floods have the information they need to properly file for an appeal so that they're paying no more than they should be paying in property taxes. Property owners must file a special P-Tax form with the Board of Review with certified photos detailing the flood damage. Application deadlines follow the regular property tax appeal schedule. It's day three without cash bail in Illinois courts, and the Sangamon County State's Attorney says things have been going smoothly. Several people had detention hearings in the Springfield Courthouse this week. My colleague Mawa Iqbal says almost all of them had already been in custody with previously set bonds. Those defendants are allowed to file a request to be considered under the new law, which could mean getting out without having to pay bond. But State's Attorney Dan Wright says it could also mean people get held in jail without the option of paying a bond. Sort of a be careful what you wish for situation. If you file and then the court finds you should be detained, then there is no cash bond and there is no ability to, to uh, obtain release prior to trial. Wright says they've already received several requests from defendants to reconsider their bond under the new law. Clean energy businesses in Illinois added thousands of workers to the economy last year. That's according to a new report from a nonpartisan environmental business group. My colleague Esther Yoonji Kang studied that report. It says clean energy companies make products that don't pollute the environment. The energy efficiency sector, for heating, cooling, and lighting, led the field, adding 3,500 jobs last year. Transportation is the fastest-growing sector. The growth comes after the state and federal government passed legislation to make historic investments in clean energy. U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth says supporting the green industry helps everyone. We're creating jobs, we're saving money, we're developing more sustainable, safer and a healthier world, not just for ourselves, but for our kids and generations to come. Illinois now has more than 120,000 clean energy workers. It's been a few days since the Chicago Sky were swept out of the playoffs by the Las Vegas Aces. The team is now looking forward to a big offseason after a tumultuous year. Former head coach and general manager James Wade left the sky unexpectedly in the middle of the season. The team is now saying they will find two different people to serve the coach and GM positions. A move star player, Kalia Copper, thinks will help. As a player, you know, if you, you have a problem with something or whatever, like you shouldn't have to go to your head coach. You should be going to the GM. So that's good for the organization. The first major decision of the sky's offseason has already been made, as the team re-signed Copper to a two-year extension last week. There's no word yet if interim head coach and general manager Emre Vatanzavere will remain with the organization. And some quick hits for today. 
Chicago's budget office routinely releases the names of which city council members have chosen to accept or reject an annual salary bump tied to the rate of inflation. But this year, Mayor Brandon Johnson's administration says that list won't be available until he unveils his 2024 proposed budget next month. A spokesman for Johnson would not say whether the mayor intends to propose changes to the automatic pay raises and did not say whether Johnson himself accepted the pay bump. Students in Chicago public elementary schools continue to struggle to make up ground lost during the pandemic. State data released yesterday show math scores are up slightly over the last year, but still below pre-pandemic levels. But the percentage of students meeting state standards in English took a big jump, bouncing back to near pre-pandemic performance rates. The Indiana Supreme Court Disciplinary Commission filed a three-count complaint against the state's attorney general, Todd Rokita. The complaint stems from Okita's comments on Fox News in July 2022. He spoke about an Indianapolis-area doctor who performed an abortion on a 10-year-old Ohio girl who had been raped. The complaint alleges the comments violated professional conduct rules. Today's weather, it's going to be a warmer day, hitting the high 70s. And we'll see similar weather tomorrow, with the high reaching the low 70s. Coming up later today, Rundown host Aaron Allen talks to Matthew A. Cherry. He's the creator of Young Love, a Chicago-set animated TV show on HBO Max that premieres tomorrow. It's based on Hair Love, the Oscar-winning short film from 2020. Aaron and Matthew talk about growing up in Chicago, pivoting from the NFL to the arts, and the show itself. That's coming up this afternoon on The Rundown. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening.